Welcome to Brand Meet Creator Podcast with me, Harley Jordan, and Sonia Elise. A place where we pull back the curtain and the trashy filters on the influencer marketing industry. So pull up a chair and grab a notebook. It's time to shed some light on the ever-changing Instaverse. creator friends we are back this episode to chat about a new and interesting strategy that Sonia is talking about miss queen tiktok over here thinks that instagram is not worth being on no i'm exaggerating <laughs> sonia <laughs> sonia is telling me that we can treat your instagram like a website like a landing page which we've kind of chatted about before where you're not necessarily building community you're keeping that upkeep there you're still posting those high quality images and you know the important stuff but you're not on it every day wow revolutionary so sonia <laughs> come on tell me more <laughs> Um, this all started with a TikTok creator asking me, do I even need to be on Instagram? And this goes for brands as well. I mean, I don't think a brand would ever dive in and just say, like, you don't need to be on Instagram anymore. That's a pretty rare one. But I do think that Instagram is becoming the new website that spending all of your money on your website these days is not as necessary, both for creators and brands. It is absolutely feasible to just create some sort of landing page, talk about new products, but not be on it every single day, not fuel the fire of content creation all the time, and just keep it sort of base level and really dive in with your monetary investment either on other platforms or in other experiences. Don't hate me. I totally agree with I <laughs> I agree with some things, I hate others. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um what I really agree with is that you really don't need to invest in the website anymore. I don't think that Instagrammers, that creators necessarily need a fantastic website. I don't even think that service providers need a fantastic website. I think there are so many other options out there where you can push your services, you know, describe what you do, describe testimonials, even on your, like just on your Instagram. That's what highlights are for, right? You can do so much with that where you don't need to spend 10 grand on your website. Yeah, and now we have pinned posts. Pinned posts is like you can put anything up there, any launch, any sort of really important information that everybody needs to know. Like now you have both your highlights and your pinned posts. Like what else do you need? Plus you can create a little landing page from your link um, instead of doing a whole website. I think it sounds great. I, again, you're going to have to analyze who do you want landing on your website? Who do you want to know about you? If you're still working with people who are more corporate, who have a little bit older school mentality, mm, and that's mm -hmm. your ideal client or who you're trying to trust, a good website is still going to reel them in for sure. They're going to think that you're legit by seeing your website. So think about that first before you take this advice for sure. I mean, I, I totally agree. I think that if you are in certain climates, you definitely need a website. But I mean, for myself, the number of hours that I've spent on my website is outlandish. When I did my initial building of it, when I did my uh, new rebrand, it was like four days of just straight DIY on my website. 
I mean, how much money are you, you have your website done? How much money did you spend on your website? I spent about a thousand, a thousand. So, and I do a oh, lot that's of creative not... myself though. So that's really not that bad. Got and it. this was more of like a refresh that I'm about to relaunch, not like a whole new website from scratch. I so, just feel like everyone that I've talked to spends five to 10 grand on a good website. The most difficult part is that the websites that I do see, I see a lot of service providers who have really clunky websites and they have much better Instagrams. And it's like, well, why did you even, why do you even spend the time, the energy, the money on this landing page when you could really just be on the social media platform itself and that's it, especially with all these new shopping features. This really only goes for brands, though, I think, because when it comes to a creator, while your main platform still has to be something. So if your main platform and your main community is Instagram, you're not really ready to get over it. But if you're really more influential on Pinterest or LinkedIn or TikTok, it's great to use this strategy and not try and force yourself to be posting every single day on another platform to be doing the most all the time. You can use some sort of content funnel to keep these other platforms informed. And I even think you can go as far to say in your bio, like find me on TikTok or however many followers on Pinterest. I'm cooler on this Um, other platform. Exactly. Like you don't have to like make everyone think like I'm the best at every single platform because that's just not feasible. No. Not no. feasible at all. Yeah. I, and I think this leans into the 80-20 rule of like be focused 80% on one platform and that's your main growth right now. And then give the other platforms 20% of your time. And the thing is you are not going to have the best results with repurposed content. That's a half-assed strategy. It just isn't going to happen. The viewing experience on all these platforms is just so different that you really do need to specialize your knowledge if you want to actually grow. And that even goes for TikTok to Rails. Like, it's just not possible. Not possible. It's not the same. People don't get it. People don't get the joke going from going that way from TikTok to Instagram. It's just not the same because we don't see all of the really niche humor that's happening. So, I mean, whereas I definitely think that it's okay if you have that landing page as a creator or as a business where you're not necessarily incorporating everything or you're not necessarily growing, what is that level of almost credibility that you need to have on the other? Or do you, do you need that? I actually don't think that you need that much credibility on one of them to make this decision from the stand, from the very beginning. You Mm -hmm. can just say, Hey, I feel most comfortable on this Mm -hmm. platform. And because of that, I am going to choose this as my number one and everything else is going to come underneath that. My -hmm. strategy for Instagram is going to be just more of a static landing page. People can know Mm -hmm. who I am. Some of my best content might go over there repurposed, but it's not going to be something where I'm like trying to grow as an influencer over there as well. Right. And I know so many TikTok creators who have a huge number of followers, like 300K, a million followers on TikTok, but they only have 15K on Instagram. And as much as I kind of think that's a little bit strange, maybe that just means that it's completely different content. Maybe you are treating it like 
you know, I don't need to grow. I'm just giving you whatever I want in my day. I'm not a niche. I'm, you know, whatever floats my boat in that day. And it's almost exclusive content for the other page because we get to know you a little bit better. Yeah, I think that is somebody like Elise Myers, who I know how much Harley loves her. Um, I love Elise Myers. <laughs> I love Elise Myers. Her poor breakdown the other day, I felt so bad for her. But I, she is a TikTok girl first. That is where she reached her yeah. fame. But she knows that to be a successful business owner, to be a successful creator in this business, to maximize her views and, you know, go the distance that she can't just ignore Instagram completely. So she is using her content over on Instagram as well, but I don't Mm -hmm. think it's received the same, you know, a lot of stuff she has to put into two or three parts. It's just Mm -hmm. people are not as used to that, like talk to the storytelling, storytelling over there. It's not the same. So I just like, I don't think it lands as well. But she does have a million followers over on Instagram. So it's not, not working. So it does land. (laughs) It does does land. It's just like, it does actually land. (laughs) I, I wonder if she feels like, oh, this content has the same impact that it does on TikTok. All right. And everyone has a different feeling about where they feel comfy. Like for me, TikTok feels like throwing everything to the wolves, throwing it, throwing all of my stuff to people who I don't no, it feels like the wild, wild west. And mm-hmm. I also, I feel like all of my, my batteries are spent when I'm on TikTok because it's so many new people. I feel like I'm, I'm having new eyes all the time. My introvert just comes out and I don't like it. So I'm an Insta- Instagram girl through and through just because of the community ability. Instagram does stories. Instagram does DMs fantastically. There's so much more interaction for me and conversation there. Whereas TikTok, I don't feel like there's so much in the DMs. And I also don't feel like there's as much like mutual following. Like people will Mm -hmm. interact on your videos and then not follow. And for me, I'm like, okay, well, you don't care about me. Like you didn't follow. That feels rude. But that's because I'm an Instagram girl. She takes it personally. (laughs) I know that's because you're used to Instagram where we follow for follow over there. It is, there is nothing else. Follow for follow. Well, it's just reciprocation. I mean, sure. I think there's there is something to be said about if I'm interacting with your stuff, then and I'm consuming your value and I'm asking you questions, there should be a little bit of reciprocation. It's almost like pay to pay to play. <laughs> yeah, but I think that like I'm more likely to get more interesting questions and people even if they don't end up following me, People who I can build another video off of, I can build another video off of this in response mm-hmm. than I do on Instagram or in Reels. Like in Reels, I feel like even if I get a super high amount of views, I'm not getting questions. I'm not getting as many comments. I'm not getting as much chitter chatter, I think. Now with my regular people in my mm. stories and my DMs, yes. But with the new people that Reels feeds me to... No. And I don't know if that's a real problem or a me problem, but I think I'm pretty consistent on my niche. So I'm not really sure why I don't get more people who are chitter chatter. Yeah. But I find that on TikTok, when my stuff goes to more people, those people are interested in asking questions, learning more, being part of it, even if they don't follow me. 
I mean, I think the algorithm on Instagram just is lacking compared to TikTok. And that is a thousand percent certain. And I mean, a lot of my reels recently are hitting 15K within the first 20 minutes. And what's happening is I'm getting a lot of like male followers all of a sudden or like people that just aren't my ideal audience um, within those first 15K. And it feels like it's a, oh God, it feels like it's a weird beta of some something. I'm sure it's not, but like, I'm getting sent to a weird audience. So those people clearly aren't my people. It is Lucky Lou's that are watching mm-hmm. and interacting because of my hook, because of something. But that's kind of, I mean, that's not effective for my business. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, this goes back to our many discussions about going viral and the difference on like if you go viral or which how the platform feeds you out to different people. It's just so unpredictable. Um, But I have found in my personal experience that TikTok is feeding me out to people that I'd rather be having a conversation with. Reels just isn't, just isn't. So let's dive into the sales capacity because I've heard Mm -hmm. this over and over and over again, where TikTok is great for new eyes and it's great for low ticket sales. If you have a really cheap item, easy, easy, easy to sell. But it is not good for high ticket items because you don't have that no like, and trust. And it's just not, it, there's not the same sales capacity. It's much harder to run any kind of formal campaign. You have to be, you have to kind of skate around your point and throw it in almost as product placement instead of here's my item I'm selling. I'm a coach. Buy from me now, please. Yeah, I agree. I think that the selling strategy over on TikTok is much harder and you somehow have to get people roped in somewhere else in the process and then approach them separately. I haven't seen it done very well with like other coaches, other people, even, you know, when it comes to brands, it's a little bit different, of course, because they're like showing product already. So then it's people's choice. They know where to go to like buy it. But when it comes to selling a service, Mm -hmm. I know people are doing it, but you're not seeing it done as much where you're saying like, so, you know, like click the link in bio to sign up for my thing. I'm just not seeing that as much. And that could be because I'm not in as much on that type of a content. Right. Or it could also be because that's just not how people are selling over there. I I mean, I don't think it is. And I've talked to a lot of people who Mm -hmm. have a much bigger TikTok audience and they say Mm -hmm. they all say the same thing. The Mm -hmm. moment that I start to sell is the moment that I get them over to my Instagram. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, is that the same as a website? Is that like, that that sounds synonymous to me. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, going back to Sonia's point, it is more like a website. (laughs) And I think people are just more used to purchasing, checking out, clicking links in bios, all of that is an integrated feature to Instagram that is the the explosion of TikTok didn't include that as much. And the slow evolution of Instagram did. So it makes sense behaviorally why this works. So Sonia, tell me about your key takeaways here. Key takeaways. So I think for brands, especially the innovative and smart and budget-friendly way to look at Instagram, especially in the coming years, is as an extension of your website. 
not as a place to build community. That is also a great goal. But if you don't have the money, if you don't have the resources, it's okay to say Instagram is going to be an extension of my website. I'm going to post three times a week and that is it. And I'm not going to be freaked out that I don't have five, 10, 15,000 followers. And I'm just going to use it as a discovery. It's essentially what Yelp used to do for us or what the yellow pages used to do for us. People will land there. They'll know that they can trust me. They'll get the general sense of what my brand is, but I don't have to rope them into being a follower and part of a community right off the bat. I can just let them trust me and ideally purchase uh, what I have to offer. And that will be that. What is yours? I really think that there's a, there's a couple of paths here. And Mm -hmm. you are so right is in the fact that as a business, do you really need community? I don't really Mm -hmm. think you do. You really don't. You need to show off your product and it needs to reach tons of eyes. And you really don't Mm -hmm. need everyone to be sitting around following. You don't. But Mm -hmm. I think as a creator, there's something special about Instagram and the community you built. And what I really want to highlight mm-hmm. on the opposite side of the spectrum, because we do see TikTok growth and it's it's really put on a pedestal, TikTok for the growth. But I'm still seeing Instagram creators that grew 15K last week, a client of ours, 15K last week alone. Another one of our clients, 20K in the last two months, one month, something like that. There is still growth happening on Instagram and there's also immaculate opportunity for community and building that know, like, and trust because you do have these other options to dive into the DMs, to have a deeper conversation and to get to know someone on a deeper level. So I don't think it is just dying. I don't think that everyone's going to go over to TikTok and that's that. I I still think there's tons of potential. Um, but yeah, there is there is a different way to look at it in the fact that it is now your website. The age of the blogger is kind of phasing out. You really don't need that extended presence if you're a creator on a website. And there's so many other options that you can take or as a service provider that you can take to make your Instagram or your TikTok a one-stop shop. Stan, I'm going to pitch this hard because I have been so impressed with everything that it does. You need to look up Stan. I'm leaving a link down below so that you can check it out. But it basically allows you to create this link in bio that allows you to book appointments, to gather emails, to sell downloads, to offer all of these services to monetize your wow. presence other than just brand partnerships that that is above and beyond what someone the time that someone will spend on your website. We need to make it fast. And I think that's really the moral of the story here is that we have so little attention that whether you are on TikTok, whether you're on Instagram, we got to get them to press buy quick if you want, if you want to take home the bacon. Agreed. You really have to identify that audience first and what are their behaviors and what are they going to want. And for a lot of creators, I think something like Stan, something that is quick, something that is fully integrated and just really simplified is probably a much better option. And that could probably work for some brands too. Like, 
if you're really a small niche brand and you know you're selling three products, like why do you need this crazy beautiful site that does all of these things? Yeah. You don't you don't need that until you hit a way larger tipping point. So don't overinvest right. your dollars there, people. Save that moolah for something else. Right. <laughs> Use that don't, free Instagram don't overwhelm platform. yourself. Yeah. Yes. Use needed. the free platforms. Don't overwhelm yourself with everything else mm-hmm. in the business space. Yes. But I can't wait for just someone to say, oh, yeah, Sonia, you're right. I'm uh, I'm discontinuing my aggressive Instagram use and just going to use this as a landing page. <laughs> uh, please DM me. Thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode of Brand Me Creator. I really hope that this made you think about Instagram in a new and exciting way. And if you want to chat about this more, you know you can find Harley and I on Instagram and myself on TikTok. (laughs) Uh, We hope that you connect with us and you let us know how it's going. And we will see you in the next episode. 